gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Like the wallpaper sticks to the wall. Like the sea shark clings to the sea. Like you'll never get rid of your shadow. Frank, you'll never get rid of me. Let all the others fight and fuss. Whatever happens, we've got us. We're closer than pages that stick and in a book. My We're closer than ripples that play in a brook. Wherever you'll find him, you'll find me just look Closer than a miser or the bloodhound's Eliza me We're closer than smog when it clings to L.A. We're closer than Bobby is to JFK Not a soul can bust this team in two We stick together like glue And when it's a sleeping time That's when we rise Start to swing, swing to the sky. Our clocks don't chime. What a surprise! Didn't know what to expect they last week. Ring. A ding ding, a happy With new year. The dinner debonair. To repeat what I said and at the start. But hilarious. Crowbar to break us apart. We're alone, but far from blue. And all the all the reports of everything, and even, even Jericho saying that they taped that like minutes before it actually aired, as far as the editing goes, and uh, it, nobody knew what, what to expect. That was <laughs> I was very entertained, very entertained by MJF and Chris Jericho. Le dinner debonair. Oh my God, it was hilarious. Me and my shadow there, very nice. Would you do me a favor? Would you mind just taking it one more time? From the top? From the no, top. No, from the ending. Oh. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, just amazing. This is Sons of Slam. We are back, everybody. Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Any good things uh, planned tonight or no? Uh, actually hosting Halloween trivia tonight. All right. My, here's my better question. What are you dressing up as? I, I, like a hat, dude. I, I feel like I, I know this. I Usually I go all out. Loser. I know. Usually I go all out. Even I go so all out that I work at a haunted house. And, oh, forget it, Sam. Go forget ahead. it, Sam. Um, work at a haunted house. And I, uh, yeah, this year I was just kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't really into it. What about you? Uh well I have this mustache rocking right now. And you really do. With I... that I had two options really. I could have gone uh with the white beater and a beer in hand as like a drunk uh first base coach. Yeah okay. <laughs> or which is going to be my costume going as Fat Pablo Escobar. 
Fat Pablo Escobar. So when I saw you come on the Zoom call here, I, I thought of two things. Either one, I don't know if you're familiar with when SNL, like Mike Meyer days, when Chris Farley and they did all the Chicago Bears, Bulls, Doubles, like you look like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I could go as Ditka. You could go as, as, That's a uh, good point. as a Chicago uh, fan. Um, or I thought you were uh, larger than life, uh, Freddie Mercury. But then that's when I, I countered that and said, well, Freddie Mercury, hang, I don't want to say he was never larger than life because he was, but physically he was never larger than life. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just didn't put. Fat Pablo is like, okay, <laughs> makes sense. So what's your costume, though? Like, what are you wearing? I have a plaid shirt that I'm going to tuck in, mm-hmm. and I have jeans and um, a blazer. Fat Escobar. Yeah, okay. I'm carrying a little vial of baby powder. <laughs> Put a little writer in the <laughs> How did you get arrested? I swear, I just had baby powder on my, my lip. And Here's the thing. <laughs> I am not putting on the baby powder until I get to the house. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not risking that. Here's, here's a random uh, a random stop check here. And uh, What's that on your lip? <laughs> it's baby powder, I swear. It's not cocaine. I like the smell. <laughs> I like the smell of <laughs> baby powder and cocaine. Um, let's get into a bunch of shit here uh, on this Halloween day. Um, since last week uh, and Le Dinner Debonair, um, we had Hell in a Cell. We had uh, uh, Vinnie Mac just going all out with just ridiculous statements and we'll get into that um i had an amazing smackdown i I, as i mentioned hell in a cell which i I actually enjoyed um and it looks like the twitch thing uh as far as the social media block is now in full effect and uh (laughs) vinnie mac it just it does not care (laughs) whether you work for them or not or the money that you're making um since you cannot work. Uh, so uh, I bring this all up because Paige basically had a major breakdown during a Twitch stream. I don't, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, I did, actually. Yeah. Um, so basically she got it ended up getting a text, uh, and it was not of the good variety, basically saying that um, it's time to cease and desist your, your Twitch stream. Um. So she basically went on to uh, on a Twitch and, and said the following, you guys, we have to make this, you guys. There may be a time where I have to stop streaming, so I think just in case I walk away, I have to walk away. Let's make these next two streams crazy. I have to go off. If I have to leave, we have to make today and Saturday fucking crazy because I have to leave because it might have to come to that. And... Apparently, she started texting someone again on her phone, then she came back and continued to address the situation, um, and that's when uh, uh, she really went in, and she says, quote, I've honestly gotten to the point where I cannot deal with this company anymore, so now I have to make a very important decision. I'm fucking tired, man. I broke my fucking neck twice, twice for this company. Over fucking worked. I broke my fucking neck twice for this company. All I wanted was to... They don't realize that this co- this community isn't just about fucking subs. It isn't about that. We built a wonderful community, a wonderful fucking family where this is an escape for a lot of people, including myself. I can't wrestle anymore. I was worked so hard in WWE that I can't wrestle anymore. My neck is fucked. My whole dreams got taken away from me, dude. 
and I had to have something that fulfilled even a small part of that huge fucking void that I lost with wrestling. A huge fucking void. I couldn't wrestle anymore. Something I lived, breathed, fucking shit wrestling since I was a fetus dude. And it got ripped away from me. And I had to find something that even filled a little bit of that. And Twitch was such a wonderful thing for me. It's such a wonderful place for me. And I understand. I understand if they're like, hey, if you're wrestling every day, if you're doing shows every day, if you're on TV constantly, that's fine. But I'm a fucking injured wrestler. I can't wrestle anymore. I can't. I get used to. I guess. Sorry. I get used for media stuff sometimes, you know. But at the end of the day, I'm in my fucking house. I'm going fucking crazy, dude. I need something to keep me sane. And Twitch was my escape from that, you know. Right now, I'm just sitting on my fucking ass. And she was like, in balls crying tears. Um, yeah, it was quite a, quite a moving moment, I guess you would call it. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. It's kind of, it's a, it's a weird spot that she's in particularly. Because she can't go out there. Yeah. If she were to go out there, it would be, you know, what, a manager type again. And she didn't really flourish at that at the, in the first place. Right. So what's going to happen with Paige we'll see we shall see um and I, I mentioned this last night when we were watching Smackdown and I, I talking about this particular situation and it, it'd be one thing um if they were as character as as their WWE persona but this is them as themselves so when when you see Zelina Vega on Twitch she's using her real name Paige her at is her real name um AJ Styles, these 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 guys are themselves. They're not playing a character. They're not doing the whole shtick. This is this is them. So mm-hmm. it's not like WWE has a podcast arena and then wrestlers can talk in those podcast arenas. Because even when they they because they have that that forum right now, Corey Graves has his own show and he's not really held down by any uh, uh, kind of you know thumb from from Vince. Um, yeah, I haven't really, haven't really heard Alexa Bliss's, but you know, New Day has their own thing. Like you know, the, these guys have their own thing, but it's under the umbrella of WWE. Twitch is not under the umbrella of WWE. WWE wants to make Vince wants to make a dollar off of them, only because they were famous because of WWE. Styles, I can't really say that for him, but I can say that for Paige. I can't say that for Zelina Vega. Um, but I. It, it's it's weird that they are now being banished from this stream platform, another avenue of revenue for them because of their fame due to WWE. Mm-hmm. There's also reports that WWE wants to make like their own stream service to kind of combat like Twitch. Um, yeah, because Tout works so well back in the day. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, uh, just it's just. No. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, so yeah, all that to say is just I, I, I feel for Paige. And so all that to say is that, uh, let's see if I have it here, uh, she is now looking into possibly unionizing uh, wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So she's she's been talking to uh, uh, lawyers about that. Um, and then <laughs> she also got into... Uh, uh, reaching out to uh, former presidential candidate Andrew Yang, who is a Democrat who is a huge wrestling fan, and basically uh, is saying that if uh, Democrats win the, the White House, that these extra streams basically can come back into the fold, and that since 
Vince's wife uh, is under the Trump umbrella uh, of government uh, for small small businesses. Um, if if he's gone, then Vince really doesn't have a leg to stand on with it. So we we'll see. It, it's a lot of just insanity with all this whole thing, and we'll see what happens um, coming up since well, election day is three days away. Um, next up, uh, why WWE didn't book a uh, trick or treat fight? No kind of Halloween themed extravaganzas on Raw SmackDown. Uh, yeah, also, and only on Halloween Havoc, there was only two. It was only Johnny and Candace that had to spin the wheel. That was it. No, Nobody was, else had to. There was two. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Johnny and Candace. Yes. Yeah, Candace LeRae. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Nobody else. No. no Why no. wouldn't you just make it? Why wouldn't it just be every match? Every match. It would have been so much better. Oh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into that, yeah. Uh, Halloween Havoc happened this past Wednesday. Yeah, the spin wheel it didn't really happen other than those two, those two times. Um, uh, the reason why there were not uh, any like trick-or-street fights on Raw or SmackDown this year, uh, it basically just was forgotten by Vince. He just kind of just... Makes it, sense. It just kind of lapsed. <laughs> They're basically saying that... Um, uh, it wasn't brought up during meetings, during uh, the uh, the writing sessions. It was never brought up. So there's that. Vince is just turning into our truth from a couple years ago where he forgot. Just what for- he, that. <laughs> he just forgets stuff. Um, the uh, Thunderdome, the band image list, was accidentally revealed. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So uh, uh, on the screen I'm looking at right now, basically they have producers that are on a huge TV screen, and they will look at each individual uh, screen. And it, all the screens are numbered, and basically they can pick and choose uh, on this huge touchboard screen um, who who's, can be seen in, and where. So the accidental image list was revealed, and so when this whole thing started, people got on, and we, we talked about this ad nauseum, so... Uh, uh, Videos of guy in a KKK outfit, Chris Benoit, AEW logos, um, uh, you know, all, all those things basically getting banned. Uh, you know, get get you banned if you have it on the screen. So, uh, I'll tell you right now, the the list of images was uh, AEW. Anything and number one, first and foremost. First and foremost, AEW, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, Enzo More, Cody Rhodes. Marty Scroll, The Young Bucks, Chris Benoit, <laughs> should be number two, uh, Benoit, Ryback. Um, and Punk. And uh, I, don't, I don't have Punk on this list. I thought Punk might have been on there. Too. They do have, though, it's actually an actual picture. So they have printed pictures of... Everything that's banned. So I can see on here, I can see Ryback, I can see Enzo, I see AW, I see Impact. It's just literally the logos and then photos. New Japan Pro Wrestling, I see um, Benoit there. Uh, I think I see Perry Saturn. Why is that? I don't know. Anyway. Um, and it's just got to be a blurry image. Yeah, but it must be a blurry image. <laughs> Why would they ban him? Um, yeah. So it's just <laughs> just very curious as to the, the, the people that they've decided to ban. I think it's only those wrestlers being banned because people had them on or showed them and then they just they just made the list. Um moving on. Speaking of lists. Yes, please. Um Vince removed the buckle bomb from the band list. 
if you noticed last week, I believe it was Seth Rollins uh, hit Murphy with a buckle bomb. Yeah. Which hasn't been seen since. I'm pretty sure he put Sting, Sting out, out of uh, commission forever. A career. Right. <laughs> right. So that is a pretty interesting take. Now that I guess they've perfected the move. Now that he's perfected the move, he's not injuring people and destroying How them. has he been able to have two moves put on the band list and then taken off the band list? That's got to be like a record or something. <laughs> I'm sure he went to Vince and was like, listen, uh, I these are fine. I, I I can show you. <laughs> I can basically promise you that they're okay. Um, Did you hear about the wedding angle on Impact Wrestling? Uh, no. Okay, so we need to talk about this. Okay. John E. Bravo and Rosemary uh, were going to get married on what, Tuesday, whenever Impact is. I don't even know. Okay. I saw the article. I did not see Impact, if I'm being completely honest. Okay. The Remember Dallas? The Dallas? television show? Yeah, sure. Who shot JR? Yeah. They ended the wedding with a who shot JR moment. Okay. So the lights go out. They flicker back on. All of a sudden, the groom, Johnny Bravo, is on the floor. Sorry, the lights go out. There's a gunshot. Mm -hmm. Then lights come back on. Johnny Bravo is on the floor with a gunshot in his chest. Now... <laughs> Okay. Now, Tommy Dreamer, who is still around, mm -hmm. it, <laughs> he decides to kneel on the floor in almost full Road Warrior animal getup, hair and all, and scream, no! <laughs> if you get a chance, go watch it right after we're done because it's hilarious. <laughs> And I don't know why WWE has never done that. Like, I don't know why nobody's ever done that in, in ever in wrestling. Wait, an angle that someone got shot? Yeah. Did they? <laughs> no, I'm saying. <laughs> you don't know why he's ever, ever done an angle where someone tried to get a, to have attempted murder. I mean, it makes sense that you do it now because you, it's pretty much, you know, studio audience or wrestler or wrestler studio audience. I don't know. There's mm -hmm. no people in the stand. Mm -hmm. So kind of could do it now. <laughs> Just bring out the guns. <laughs> Why not? We're just gonna have the guns. But Lord, man, it it was a it was a sight. It was a real sight. <laughs> there is not. This is where we're going to. We, we're we're now murdering people. Um, WWE might not have any invasion angles for Survivor Series, uh, which is the whole point of it. But uh, basically, because of COVID. Uh, it might not be a thing. So because of the NXT outbreak that happened uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, which is also the reason why NXT is not on Survivor Series this year. They were they were a huge part of Survivor Series last year. Not only were they a huge part, they basically won the the night uh, as far as matches go. Um, but because of their outbreak uh, situation, they are not on. So basically, it's it's back to old school Raw versus SmackDown Survivor Series. Um, I, I mean, I get it. I would love to see NXT on, but I get it why they're. If that's the reasoning, I, I understand. Yep, that's that's uh, basically the reasoning. And also, they, they I mean, even though Raw and SmackDown are in the same damn building, um, no kind of uh, invasion angles bringing uh, people from Raw and SmackDown and vice versa. I'm a little disappointed by that. To, they don't want to, have to risk uh, someone getting a broken nose again. Or that. <laughs> or, exactly. Or, or that. <laughs> There's that thing. Um, did mention about... Uh, 
Andrew Yang helping out uh, some wrestlers that are actually approaching him for a uh, switch situation. Uh, it has been reported that Vince McMahon uh, has a favorites list, uh, and his current favorite WWE superstar was revealed. Do you have any idea who that might be or, or a guess? Otis or Roman Reigns? Those are my two guesses. Uh, that is incorrect. Both? Oh, as far both as both are incorrect. Both are incorrect. As far as his favorite favorite right now. His favorite favorite right now. Yes. Uh, Drew McIntyre. No. I can give you a hint. Okay. Uh, he just had a name change. Is it Matt Riddle? It is Matt Riddle. What? It is Matt Riddle. That's wild. I'm sorry, Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I just say I, I hate McMahon because it, just having one name just seems to be the most it's the stupidest thing ever. Um, Listen, so if, now if that makes him if that makes him his favorite, so be it. Uh, but but now he's not only going to be known as Riddle, but he's going to be a serious uh, character now. So the bro he wasn't before. Well, oh, the, the okay. bro, you know, okay, the, okay. the kind of like gotcha. being high and this <laughs> kind of persona and um, saying bro. That's the way he talks. I know. It's like. It's like, you know, know who Jim Brewer is? Yeah, sure. It's like asking him not to look like he's stoned all the time. <laughs> or laughing. <laughs> um, <laughs> just the way, the way he laughs makes me crack up. But, yeah, so he's the original bro is probably going to be no more. No more bro. Um, Damn. So he's, he's better be a heel turn then. Uh, I, okay. I mean, I, I'll, I'll take it. That's fine. I just... I just don't understand why we have to do this <laughs> consistently over and over again. Like, we have to change. We have to go from Shorty G back to, you know, Gable because it, McMahon had a, a, seizure, a seizure moment at one point, a 70-year-old man moment, and he's like, yeah, let's do Shorty G. Um, Speaking of seizure moment, they wanted me, I'm sorry, Reckoning, to uh, <laughs> to bust that into a seizure when she had a little fire ants on her or whatever it was. So she did. That was her seizure. That, But it wasn't a seizure. Oh, well, it, it's it like Vince wanted her to full, like full blown, mm-hmm. just fall to the floor and convulse. What are we doing? And everybody backstage was like, might not be the best idea. Not definitely not the best idea. And might not be the best idea, nor the best timing. Right. You know, right. Especially with yeah, everything. Like, let's just not do that. Yeah. Let's not have a uh, wrestler go into a seizure. Um, not that this was any better of what she did, because I feel I feel bad, dude. I really. Morally, to... it was better. Morally, better. oh no, no, morally was better, but visually, no. I'm not going to side tangent here. What, what are we doing? And I think I say this once a week, but what seriously? What in the hell are we doing? Like, you want to know what we have to do? What is happening with wrestling? <laughs> and exactly, I, I want a town hall. Forget AEW talk. I want a town hall where we can ask questions as to what the shit are we thinking. When it comes yeah, the to the last time that happened, Sami Zayn mentioned AEW, and then the electric chair got taken away. Yeah, yeah, one time that was. The, so that's what happens. The greatest, happens. the greatest episode of of the electric chair ever. The only episode of the. Electric Hence, why it was the greatest. <laughs> but I think personally, what we need to do with with the whole retribution situation, much like this show right now, we got to move on, because it's it's just not. <laughs> It's it's not working. It's it's not. It's not. What are you going to do after the hurt business? Who are they going to go after? Like, I, I know. It makes no sense. Not not to mention the fact that they had the match. I, we, we will move on. But I I, I get infuriated with this because they they basically had what I what everybody thought was going to be the Survivor Series match was just the the four and four, and they had it on Raw. 
And so basically, yeah. they had it on Raw, and it was like, okay, well, I guess they're, they're not going to push this angle anymore. And not only did they have it on Raw, they lost. <laughs> they lost. Unbelievable. It's just, it, it really, I mean, the, the idea of, and again, another Vince moment where he was like, the shiny toy for the week happened when he just came up with Retribution, and then you did absolutely nothing with it. And then you might have had a flicker of it when you wanted to put uh, Mustafa Ali in it. And maybe he'd have him do these shoot promos where he was just going off on the company, but you're, you're squashing him every week. Everything went downhill as soon as they put on those stupid masks. Yeah. yeah as soon were. as they put on those dumb masks and gave him the dumb fucking names, like the dumbest names in the world they could have given him, and that's what they decided to do. Um, the Dark Order has... Uh, requested uh wendy's to become a member just fyi um wendy as in like the wendy thomas as in the wendy's my uh double bacon baconator yeah uh gotcha no response yet from from wendy's whether she accepts hey listen chili's responded did they yeah chili's is their sponsor you you don't watch being the elite no yeah chili's is uh they got a whole chili stick going over there (laughs) So they're part of the dark order. That's true. That's pretty funny. Um, anything else you got before we uh, move on to the, the week that was? Uh, actually, I do have one thing. Do you remember Elijah Burke? Sure. Well, an amazing he, wrestler he, that another actually another WWE wrestler that was amazing and and has a great talent and was underutilized here and then moved on to to uh, TNA. Yes, go on. Did not like him one bit, if I'm being honest. Okay. But uh, he was the Pope. He won the NWA TV Heavyweight Championship on Tuesday. Okay. So shout out to him, I guess, because okay. he decided to do something besides being just ECW Heavyweight Champion at one point. <laughs> Speaking of uh, new champs, uh, your TNA champ. Yeah. Ridiculous now, isn't it? It's yeah. Uh... <laughs> it's funny how again wrestlers will come from from WWE and head over and to anywhere else. Uh, referring to, listen, we're beating around the bush. I don't fucking know. Okay, uh, moving on. I totally forgot. Do you want me to look it up right now? I Please, will. Yes, because I had on, I had on to my tongue and I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was it was Rich it Swan? Through? Rich Swan. Thank you. It was it was on the tip of Rich my tongue. Swan, Rich there Swan. There you go. I, I had was on, thinking EC3 versus Moose. I had on tip of my tongue, and then I was like, I, Joe has to know. Um, <laughs> so Rich Swan, who we tried, man, we really tried to beat around the and I thought one of us is going to get it because I, I, I had it here, and it was just like I'm shocked. Couldn't fucking do it. But again, I Rich, remember, like I know I was being defended. I, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> It's so it's so funny how wrestling is, man. Rich Swan basically was okay with the 205 League in WWE, moves over to TNA and becomes their World Heavyweight Champion. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, what? Because what? that makes a whole bunch of sense. What? 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 Um, uh, uh, Sting's contract, by the way, is expired. So basically, if you look on WWShop.com, all his stuff is gone. All his stuff is gone. And if you look at ProWrestlingTees.com, all his stuff is there. Probably. Is there, yes. <laughs> so I will, I will be heading over there for any Sting-related uh, merchandise. Um, NXT and uh, AEW in the weekly battle for numbers. NXT finally takes it. Hell yeah. Yeah. But they had like uh, 830,000. Okay. I believe. And um, 
got it right here. Uh, oh, okay, that was wrong. NXT eight hundred seventy-six thousand to AEW seven hundred eighty-one. Wow, so it was about ninety k. Is what they almost ninety is what they. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, surprising. I mean, that, I mean, not surprising because it's it pay per view. It just. Excuse yeah, me. Exactly. Would, it, would, it, it was a pay per view on Wednesday. So. Yeah, it was a pay per view. So the reason why it was it was uh, taken down AEW was. Um, let's talk. Anything else? No, I'm good. All good. I got nothing. All right, let's talk. Uh, shop here let's talk uh, hell in a cell and first of all what did you oh, overall give it a grade overall it, like an eight seven seven point eight <laughs> that's gonna be my out official of, out of i'm not a rookie according mm-hmm. to uh according to uh pizza review standards Mm-hmm. Um, seven point eight is gonna be my out of ten. I loved it. I just uh, I wished, I wished the women went on last. However, I understand why Randy went on last to close the show. You have your WWE newly crowned WWE heavyweight champion, and it makes sense. See now it makes yeah. So when I when I saw that uh, the ladies were not going on last, in hindsight. Um, I should have known that Randy was going to win. I said from the get, and even things that I read, that Bailey and Sasha Banks were uh, going to go on last. The Orton decision was not really last minute, but it wasn't uh, like it wasn't weeks before. It wasn't a planned decision. It was not a planned decision, really. Um, so, hence why people were saying that Banks and Bailey were going to close the night out. It should have still closed the night out because of the three Hell in a Cell matches. Um, I think the Randy Drew was the weakest. Not saying it was bad. I actually, uh, I'll give I'll give you my analogy. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. So, I think it was Bailey and Sasha had the best wrestling. Uh, like the best wrestling out of all the three. Mm-hmm. Um, Randy and Drew had the best story inside of the wrestling ring. You think so? Okay. Like like the way that the the way I'm getting to it, but the way that the match planned out, the story that the match told, mm-hmm. I think was better than Sasha and and Bailey. Okay. That being said, Roman and Jay had both of those combined and that's why I thought that Gotcha. that one was the best one. Okay. The opener was the best. Okay. But like they all all three of them had different things that they excelled at. Mm. Yeah, so I, I, I initially was like, if you're gonna have a Hell in a Cell pay per view, have as many as you can. And then after watching this, I'm like, maybe three is too many, only because to open one to close. Yeah, but I, I, I say that because I think that if you have, you can only do so much in a Hell in a Cell match, um, and I say Reigns and Jey Uso. I love that match strictly from a story perspective. As far as mm-hmm. wrestling goes, you could have had this match any other pay-per-view without a Hell in a Cell. Because not only... You could have just had an I Quit match. You could have just had an I Quit match. This was not a Hell in a Cell match. The, the only time this was a Hell in a Cell match was when he, when 
when Reigns got thrown into the the actual cell. That was it. This in no way, shape, or form was this as far as incorporating the Hell in the Cell. I, I give that a D. <laughs> no, I give it an F. I give it an F as far as that goes. As far as the actual Hell in the Cell match, but as far as storytelling and as far as continuing this this storyline and the way it ended up on SmackDown, uh, I give it a, an A. Um, yes, because it was just the the incorporation of the I quit and then getting Jimmy involved and that whole thing with him, you know, breaking out the, the real names and going, you know, shoot shoot style. Um, and then Reigns is just becoming a, a, an amazing heel in that he just will have this kind of like persona where he breaks down and he's just like you see him as a as a human for a second before he just flips on you and then turns the table. Um, and that's that's who he is now with with Paul Heyman. And so this one again, I I think it's an A as far as storytelling. I give it enough as far as the actual Hell in a Cell quality match. Yeah, I quit portion of it was was great, but they could have yeah as as we said they could have done that any other match. Um, Elias versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, D. <laughs> I give this a D. Um, anytime you have to end a match with yeah, a- we're we're done with that. We're we're done with that. That's there. There's no need to keep that storyline going. There's it's not. over. There's not. It's because you you kill. You, you want to hear you want to hear the most disgusting part about it. Hmm. When Elias was on the kickoff, he was talking to Jeff Jarrett, who I'm pretty sure was celebrating like a sobriety anniversary. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he goes. He goes. Uh, something about do you know? <laughs> do you know what rhymes with alcoholic or some shit like that? And he said Jeff. Regardless. <laughs> He said it right in front of Jeff. Jeff. I forgot what it was, but he said it right in front of Jeff Jarrett, mm-hmm. who was celebrating a fucking anniversary in sobriety. Right, and then it just all went downhill. Yep, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so Elias is a heel. All I have to say, Elias is a heel now, and uh, the um, he's back to his old ways. But any match that you have to end with in a pay per view, not even a Raw or SmackDown, a pay per view in a DQ is not worth my time. Um, and this whole storyline just needs to go away. I did read though that Jeff Hardy wants to bring back um, uh, Willow to fight uh, the Fiend at some point. So we'll we'll see if that ever comes to fruition. Um, the Miz taking on Otis and defeating Otis for the Money in the Bank. Uh, I've I've stated my 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 feelings as far as Otis getting getting this uh, taken away from him. If you didn't want him to have it. And at some point, someone talked Vince into giving him the money in the bank. If you didn't want him to have it to begin with and you had doubt, then why did you give it to him in the first place? Uh, You said it perfectly earlier, brother. Shiny new toy. It's a shiny new toy. He was the shiny new toy at the time, and now it's floundered, and now nobody knows what to do with it, and now it's just going to collect dust for the next 10 years. So basically, yeah. So basically, you have this this guy who is this lovable oaf that you give the bank the money in the bank to, and then at some point, where did you think that he was going to be a legit contender to face either the Fiends or Braun Strowman or Roman Reigns or Drew McIntyre or Randy Orton? At what point was this going to be a thing? Because it it, it wasn't, uh, you know, and you you made him you made the character this way in Heavy Machinery. They were basically a, a comedic tag team. And you didn't know what to do with this this angle, so you introduce the Miz. He defeats Otis. Take away the the money in the bank. And now you don't have to worry about that anymore. But it's it's lazy. <laughs> it's it's incredibly lazy. And you could have done it a better way. Just not have him win at all. He could be in the money in the bank match. Just not have him win. You know. Um, 
Anyway, uh, the Miz wins because of I'm, I'm said thoroughly, heavy machinery. I'm thoroughly member. convinced that Tucker. Tucker. Yes. <laughs> Good. I I wanted you to finish that thing before I I said what I. Had. Tucker turns on Otis, and uh, now we have a, a a totally a totally new story between the two of them now, just because of the old. I want to call it tried and true. The old uh, storyline of I did everything for him while he got the shine. Go ahead. Exactly. Uh, I'm thoroughly convinced after seeing Otis, Otis's failed money in the bank win, uh, you should only put the briefcase on a heel. Like, it just works better with a heel. This way he can just slide in, get the victory slide out. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean? absolutely. The money, bank, the money in the bank is definitely a sneaky way to win kind of situation. And you get it, it. It just doesn't work with the. It doesn't work with the face. It doesn't work with the face. It does At not. All. Does not work with the face. Um, my match of the night, uh, Banks and Bailey. The <laughs> my my favorite moment of the night for for this match was Bailey. Banks was basically uh, on the side, uh, just recovering after a Bailey beatdown, and she takes. Kendo sticks were were in full effect this entire night. She tries to take, she tries to take two uh, kendo sticks and tape them together, um, so she can do like a suplex uh, onto them, and they just basically won't stick. <laughs> and so, um, after everything was said and done, that was like a whole like like minute and a half of her trying to set this whole thing up. It was just it, it failed. The best part of the whole match, though, my favorite my favorite part was Bailey was trying to set up the table uh, outside of the ring, and she ends up making it like a ramp, <laughs> and Sasha runs on the table and. Gives her a double knee into the side of the Hell the Cell cage. Um, yes, uh, just an amazing match from from start to finish. And again, stories being told, telling the story well. This was this should have been the end of the night. I understand Randy winning the the title. That that's that ended up being the end, and that's that makes sense. But as far as overall quality, this should have been the the, the match of the to end the whole thing. Um, Agreed. And utilizing the Hell in the Cell and making it like a you know a no DQ kind of situation where it just they just went balls to the wall and, and just kind of beat the shit out of each other uh, for a, a good twenty twenty five minutes uh, probably even more I think it was like a thirty minute match um, just just incredible so Banks uh, takes the belt off Bailey uh, breaks the streak of days uh, as champ and Banks is your new SmackDown Women's Champion uh, and then we just take a huge fall from grace uh it's basically just kind of give you a bathroom break with uh so the aforementioned retribution just picking random members um so they pick slapjack to take on bobby lashley <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh lashley defeats slapjack because because retribution um oh there you go yeah <laughs> And so there's that, and uh, last but not least, the uh, the main event of the night, Randy Orton against Drew McIntyre. I saw in, way back with Roman Reigns and Jey Uso that they had, and they they've always done this. And but uh, on a total side note, what did you think of the the red Hell in a Cell? I don't mind it. Okay. I don't mind it. I did mind it when it was the Fiends thing, and there was red light in it. I didn't like it at all. Right. But I don't really mind it. Okay, because people online are just going being, insane. I'm being honest. <laughs> people online over are going, the red cell. It's yeah. not the first year. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, dummy. I, I just I, I I just don't understand the the whole backlash on it. But uh, I did notice from the 
the Reigns Uso match that there were, and it's it's always been this way that there are holes in the Hell in a Cell. So mm-hmm. it looks like if you low enough, it looks like it's just for cameras to be able to peer in, but it's not the case. It's for wrestlers who want to start climbing up. If that's part of your your the script in your story for the match, to climb up and use it. And uh, Reigns again, Reigns, Reigns and Uso didn't didn't use the the cell at all. Banks and Bailey never went outside of the ring, outside of the Hell in a Cell, uh, but Orton and Andrew did, and so after again beating each other down, and Orton uh, starting off the match uh, as a camera worker uh, trying to sneak attack Drew, which failed miserably. Um, I didn't really. But he had it. a mask on. Shout out Randy. <laughs> but he had a mask on. <laughs> it, really. takes, it, it takes all of us, brother. Okay. I guess I really didn't get that, but sure. Um, Randy magically finds, even though he was locked inside, magically finds bolt cutters inside the Hell in a Cell <laughs> to to cut himself out, and um, uh, the the line of the entire night. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but um, Byron Saxton basically saying, uh, "What are you going to do with those?" <laughs> okay, bro, Byron. That that's like Tony Romo saying, "It looks like just a cramp there." <laughs> I think it. I think it'd just be a cramp. Uh, Tony, Maybe a I think really his bad cramp. Yeah, no, Tony, his leg is the other way around. Um, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, no. Um, so he cuts himself out <laughs> of <laughs> cuts himself out of the hell in the cell, and he starts to climb. And then Drew looks up and decides that he takes takes a takes a pause, takes a beat, and then starts to starts to climb up this the hell in the cell. So now the two of them are standing on the top of the hell in the cell, and um, Randy magically has a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> somehow they built a hell in the cell and they just left a pipe up there um because wrestling and so <laughs> randy's just on top thinking wow i'm so glad someone left this random pipe up thanks here. guy uh so he <laughs> and, so they were up there for about 2.5 seconds um when they were basically attacking each other no point of, of the two of them going up there at all at least for me there was really no point whatsoever for them to do that um, well it was to get to the spot Let's, uh, okay, it was to get to the spot. It was it it was to get to use the uh, uh, the hell is the thing the thing that was flying around um, cable. No, the thing that was flying around the top there with the camera to get the the angle there. Um, what what is what is the thing that uh, a drone? Thank you, know. Jesus. My you're... words are horrible. Yeah, really, a drone. They used the drone. You didn't see that? They had the drone up there. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. They had right. a, they had a drone. They had a drone up there and. Uh, Again, they were up there for all of two seconds. Uh, they had a couple spots, and they start to climb down. And one of them's going through a table because they're doing what I heard the best analogy was um, in Mario Brothers uh, three. You basically, climb on a wall that fires like spitting up at you, and you have to go sideways on a wall uh, on a mm-hmm. fence. And that's basically what they did, the two of them, until they were about fifteen feet or so from the grounds, and Orton hit Drew to ha- send him flying into the announcer desk um and i always like when they have the you can you can tell the cushioned table when it's just like <laughs> it very slowly descends into itself um yes there was a uh the, uh i think drew was the one that might have suggested that spot because he grew up watching sean and all that stuff so he remembers sean taking the first bump off off the off the cell. Okay. Part of me wants to think that they were on top of the cell, thinking this is what I gotta do. <laughs> Vince, can I go like halfway? Maybe <laughs> I don't want to end up like you know, yeah. with half a missing ear or something. I, I feel like that's happened before. <laughs> oh, Mick. Um, 
So yeah, so they pull that spot off. They get back into the ring, and then uh, uh, after a claymore kick, and then trying to get attempt another claymore kick into an RKO, we have a new WWE champion in Randy Orton, fourteen time WWE champion. 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14. So he's, he's the man now. Uh, after this entire long feud uh, of losing to Drew, it's, the payoff is at the very end of, of this, uh, which is apparently not the end of it because they're still going at it uh, as of Monday Night Raw. They'll still be going at it with the Fiend involved. Um, but Randy Shout Orton. out to Evolution. Okay. Shout out to Evolution. They got uh, 50 combined title uh, heavyweight championships between them. 50. 50. Rick's got 16. Right. Hunter has six. Hunter, Hunter has 14. Right. Randy has 14. Batista has six. <laughs> <laughs> well, Batista, fair. I mean, in, in all fairness, Batista <laughs> was not in as long as. Uh, and, and six is, is more than we have combined. So, uh, <laughs> and one Oscar, I'm pretty sure, from like you know the clothing department or something. I don't know. <laughs> for his uh, his Drax costume. Um, that is Hell in a Cell. I I will give it a uh, uh, listen. I, I know you don't like to talk about it. I'll talk about it. In, in comparison to last year, I will give it a 50 out of 10. Um, <laughs> as far as Hell in a Cells go, it, what, what yeah, happened last yeah, year? Exactly. I know. Um, but yeah, as far as that, as far as last year, I, I did much better as far as story goes. Though I will say, with that being said, um, I, I will give it an eight out of ten. Uh, it was good. Uh, it was really good. Uh, I will give it. I will give really good, especially again with Reigns, uh, Bailey. Um, I, I, I take off points for the the Hardy and Lashley match. It just and yeah. and just yeah, <laughs> just make make absolutely no sense to even have them. Um. Really quickly, let's let's go through uh, the week that was here. As far as anything that was of of note, they started their Survivor Series qualifying matches. Um, uh, AJ Styles defeated Jeff Hardy. Uh, Keith Lee defeated uh, Elias. Uh, and I was going to last week when we were we were trying to see if we could <laughs> record. Um, I had a whole like rant about Keith Lee. And you know, I, t- I tend to have have the same rant over and over again. Um, I'll it, do I'll do you one I'll do you one better. Hold please. on to that rant. Sure. Let it brew a little bit. Mm. After Survivor Series, if you feel the same way about Keith Lee, then go into it because then it'll be justified because it would be exact one year since he got the Roman Reigns bump. True. So very true. If at that point you still feel the same way about Keith Lee, then we'll go into it. I will leave, I will end up on this. I will say that Keith Lee should be the last man standing uh, Survivor Series. Um, and if it's not him, Agreed. if not him, then I because uh, I've heard other stories as far as pushes go on the other brand SmackDown. If not Keith Lee, then Biggie. Yes, uh, one of those two are, are going to get a, a huge push, and I, you, I would say, I would hope it be Keith Lee only because you're right. If if we go full circle and as of a year ago. Uh, and his push then with Roman Reigns, he should get this push now for the Survivor Series. Um, if he is anything but the sole survivor of Survivor Series, mm-hmm. this last year was a fail. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and straight it, up, it, it's it, it, it's that my my rant being, and I'm not going to get into it, but my rant being is that you just brought this guy up, major, major wrestler, major talent, just an awesome physical specimen and you've done absolutely nothing with him but have him job in his first raw 
to uh, to Braun Strowman. Just unbelievable. Um, her business taking on retribution and her business wins by uh, what disqualification. Um, and there, basically, yeah. that was their Survivor Series match. It was like just the elimination tag team elimination match. Uh, McIntyre defeating the Miz, Lana. <laughs> Lana winning the Fatal Four Way to uh, join Team Raw for Survivor Series, uh, and then Sheamus defeating Matt Riddle uh, for the the third spot. Uh, just Riddle. Well, here it was Matt Riddle. He, he's still Matt Riddle technically until he's officially named as Riddle. Until then, uh, Sheamus defeating him uh, for that qualifying match, uh, and then we got some uh, kick, ending things off with uh, uh, Orton and, and Drew there uh, with the Fiend coming out and basically Orton just saying uh, <laughs> what with the fiend behind Orton on the ramp and Orton saying nope I'll fight Drew <laughs> I will take the lesser two evils here uh, wouldn't you uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah see this guy look at him sexy fiendish beast um, let's go into the winner that was for the Wednesday Night Wars uh, your pay-per-view <laughs> of the week uh, in the return of Halloween Havoc uh, I like how NXT just basically takes all of uh uh, WCW's uh, trademarks and just using them for their own takeovers. Yeah, because Hunter will use them. Vince won't. Yeah, which makes no sense. You have you own them. They're yours. Use it. Why not? You have a whole catalog. You have a whole the whole library of of this shit. Um, it's on your network. Use it. So, spin the wheel. Make the deal. A Devil's Playground match. Uh, kicking things off with Gargano and Damian Priest, and um. They end up on the ramp where the the wheel is, and a mysterious figure comes out of nowhere with a tombstone. gives it to, gives it to Gargano, smashes Priest over the head with it, and then uh, Priest goes flying into what seems like a like a graveyard doghouse <laughs> of sorts on the ground. Um, and Gargano gets the win for to be the new NXT champion, North American champion. Um, quick note that this mysterious person was supposed to be do you know who i'm gonna say it was probably supposed to be uh damn what's her name indy hartwell indy hartwell that is correct uh it was supposed to be indy i'm hartwell. gonna say it was austin theory okay yeah it was definitely a guy <laughs> it was definitely a guy it, you saw uh, pex it was pex not boobs pex not, be yes. pex not boobs they <laughs> There's your title. There's your title. Uh, Peck's not boobs. Um, so it, Gargano is is your new NXT North American champion, and I'm all for it. Uh, <clears throat> oh, we had we had a return here with uh, uh, Kyle O'Reilly came out basically after Pat McAfee uh, was introducing the new NXT Tag Team Champions and Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. Uh, music hits, and it's Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn uh, is back. Hell yeah. And uh, looking jacked, back and jacked. <laughs> Just the guy Yo, is, he's looking. The he's looking like he never ate a carb in his life. In between, well, between the three time he's last time we saw him and now. So during COVID in UK, he has not eaten a carb. <laughs> so he is. He's he's vegan. He's he's what? He's a vegan. He's a vegan. Yes, he is. Hmm. See, I can't. The whole time, like uh, the whole time he's been wrestling, he's been a vegan. See, I. Yeah, but he didn't look like this. No, he hasn't. But it, astonishing, though, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he did his thing over there. So uh, he comes back. He looks like he's about to attack uh, or join forces with 
Kyle O'Reilly to attack Pat McAfee, and now he's he attacks Kyle O'Reilly from behind uh, with a steel chair. And uh, Pete Dunne is now part of this fold, which doesn't really have a name yet. But um, the McAfee Mafia. The McAfee. <laughs> Look at you, the Eminem boys. The, Mac- oh yeah, the McAfee Mafia. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it that Pat McAfee is is now. They they've basically taken him and he is now the uh, the Eddie Kingston role in NXT, like he is the yes. the the Mike the the say what you want to say on the mic guy. Um, yeah, it's a it's a give him a hot mic and hope he doesn't piss people off. Well, and hope hope he does piss people off. Well, hope he pisses the right people off. Yes, right, <laughs> right. So uh, there's that there. Um, the uh, NXT Cruiserweight Champion Santos Escobar defeating Jake Atlas non-title match. Rocking some very familiar tights. I, uh, Santos Escobar. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Look at that. Very mysterious. You didn't notice that? I just noticed it now. Yeah. It was it was Rey Mysterio Halloween Havoc. Oh yeah. Look at that. So I just noticed that now. <laughs> yeah. Um. By the way, can I, a really quick side note. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about this uh, last week or the week before that they are. Uh, they have their basically their own Thunderdome in the Capitol Wrestling Center with all the screens, and so they they're kind of doing the hybrid of fans in pods, and the screens. Mm-hmm. The screens, if you noticed, I don't know if you know, not even even this week, because um, I was looking ahead more so this week than last week. But last week, this week, anything as far as reactions go, there were none. Why? Because they were using recycled video. Uh, yeah, I was about to say there is no way I like. There's no link for me to get into the Capitol Wrestling Center. Like, if I wanted to go on on a, on a Zoom and get in there somehow, yeah. I couldn't. Like, there's nothing. They there's don't nothing. provide anything. Right. It's wild. Hence, why it seems like the NBA Finals. It's like, hey, we'll give it to friends and family. Right. <laughs> and uh, after a while, we'll allow some of those friends and family to show up. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, yeah, they're using basically uh, like SmackDown and Raw footage. Uh, I don't know if they're still doing that, but as of the last couple weeks, they were doing that for for all of NXT shows. Um, In the what the shit moment of the night for me, uh, this Haunted House of Terror uh, match. Wasn't the wheel spun for this, right? If it was, I don't think it was spun that day huh okay okay maybe i missed it could have uh, always been I, that i missed it haunted house of terror match between dexter loomis and cameron grimes and i will as i said this is my what the shit moment uh of the night i i did not get this at all uh, i just uh, i fucking loved it did you okay yeah i did okay good all right I'm not a big horror movie guy but like the editing on this cameron grimes selling MVP the whole thing he was he was was awesome okay it was a very funny match it was weird how I mean I I understand how they in a cinematic made it back into the wrestling center Mm -hmm. you know and then finished the match over there he ran back (laughs) into the wrestling center yeah he just ran back from where they were kept running and running Uh and running and running (laughs) okay and uh I I would I would equivocate. Equate the right word. Uh, Equate. There you go. Sure. I would equate this to something along the lines of the uh, final deletion type match. 
yes. Yeah. Um, cinematically, it was better than whatever. And the last cinematic NXT match, it was better than that. Well, last like with the uh, Velveteen that? Dream, Velveteen and, Dream, and Adam Cole. Yeah, it went in the middle of the with all the cars. I like this one better. Okay, exactly. All right. I I I figured you would have liked it like that. You're I, into the whole horror thing. I love horror. I love horror movies. I love all things horror. This I just between, and you didn't like this. You know why? You know what it was? I think for me was it might have been the zombies. When when you introduce zombies into into this match, yeah, the zombies were a little much, uh, and they're like they're not even like trying to attack you; like they're dancing around the ring. It, it was just kind of weird with that. Um, yeah, they were a little much. I'll give you that. I did like that. That Loomis had a zombie on his shoulders and basically, and then threw the zombie onto Grimes. Um, yeah, <laughs> just tossed tossed her on onto him. Um, okay, see one one man's treasure. Uh, Rhea Ripley uh, <laughs> taking on Raquel Gonzalez. Um, I I'm going to be honest with you, um, as I always am. I could not stop looking at Rhea Ripley's boobs this entire match. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't can know why. I be honest with you, <laughs> please. <laughs> I couldn't stop trying to see who had a bigger butt. Oh, if I'm being honest, good for you. Just because you, you know, know she's Raquel Gonzalez. I expected it out of her. Mm-hmm. Paul Latino woman. She probably had a butt. Oh, excuse me. Okay, but Rhea Ripley. That one defies genetics. Look at that booty, show me the booty, give me the booty, I want the booty, back up the booty, I need the booty, I like the booty. Oh, Rhea's. Booty, shaking that booty, I saw the booty. Raquel's. The booty, Lord, what the booty, bring on the booty. Rhea's. The booty, loving the booty, round. Raquel's. Booty down okay. for the booty, I want the booty. Um, so, but yes. But now I, I have to go back and saying. watch this to see booties. It, it does seem like one of her top or three kind of did come undone. Mm, yes. But the whole time, I, like, when I, I'll be honest, when I first started, when I first started watching the match, I was like, "How is it that Australian Rhea Ripley has a bigger butt than someone named Raquel?" Raquel Gonzalez. I would have just see. That's. It, I think you're being. And then I really started to do the digging, and I was like, maybe, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, maybe I'm right. You're I being just a. Tell. You're being a Buddhist. <laughs> it just writes itself. I, I I'm gonna leave that right there. Um, <laughs> uh, you should take that on tour. I really should. <laughs> I gotta find. I gotta find an agent. Uh, yeah, no. Very very attractive match in all senses of the word. Moving on. Uh, moving on. Rhea Ripley uh, defeats Raquel Gonzalez, <laughs> and then your main event of the night in a tables, ladders, and scares match: uh, Io Shirai taking on Candice LeRae. I have noticed uh, in every single one of her matches, um, and, I, and I've I've thought this in the past, and this actually confirmed it for me. Candice LeRae, uh, I've never seen a female. Can't speak for men. I can't. I, I have never seen a female take more bumps. Than Candice LeRae. Um, if you can tell me another woman that's done, I mean, other than like maybe say like Lita, um, but as far as like physicality and using like other weapons and things around, I, I've and taking bumps as she does, Candice LeRae. I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's just like it's amazing what she she goes through. Um, and this match proved that because at the end of the match where. Uh, Candice LeRae set up a ladder between the ring and the commentator uh, table. Um, Io Shirai basically tossed her off the top rope onto the ladder and 
it, it like collapsed. It crushed. <laughs> it, and uh, I don't know. It, I, the, these ladders, I understand and know that they are gimmicked. But good God. <laughs> it just it, it just so I, again th- this this match definitely deserved to be the the main event and I loved every second of it. Uh, Io Shirai taking the win uh, and retaining. You want to see Candice Ray take even worse bumps than what you you see her on NXT? Hmm. Go watch what she did in PWG with Joe Ryan. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, okay. she's all bloody and shit from her forehead, and uh, <laughs> it was wild. Thank you for clearing that. Thank you. I was hoping you were going to get that <laughs> slide under there just to keep it, you know, how you doing? Keep it how you doing? Um, yeah. So that was your Halloween Havoc. Um, thoroughly enjoyed. I, it, it deserved to, to win the night, even though AEW Dynamite, which was amazing in and of itself. Uh, this this definitely delivered uh, for me. Uh, sound like for you as well, since you enjoyed the the Loomis match. Um, I, I'm it, all- did. it did. It was, it was, uh, it didn't the point. Okay. I think it lived up to everything, you know, other than I guess Jake Atlas or not Jake Atlas. Um, the, the other guy that wrestled Santos Escobar. Santos Escobar. That's kind of getting played out for me. Okay. I liked it at first. It's kind of mm-hmm. just it's run its course really. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I agree. Maybe I don't watch two five live and that's why. Yeah. But who knows? I agree. Also yeah. don't put, don't put the best content in your cruiserweight division on 205 Live because nobody fucking watches that. <laughs> and yet they do. Um, uh, by the way, this is this is like the, the longest. I want to know the, the the amount of days that Santos Escobar has held the belt because it seems like he's held it longer than any other cruiserweight champion. Um, he's had it for a while. I don't know, but I will tell you this. Pete Dunne has returned, correct? Yes. I give it a month before Jordan Devlin comes back with the cruiserweight title saying that's my championship. Mm. And we play that storyline all over again, Sami Zayn. Uh, going into AEW Dynamite. So I knew uh, the results of every single match this week since it was taped. Uh, with that being said, and watching it, uh, air quotes live, um, it, again, it did not disappoint. And this is not the go-home show. This is the the go-home, go-home show. Uh, for uh, full gear, setting up for that that pay per view, but uh, just just an amazing night. By the way, uh, Dasha Gonzalez it might be my new favorite uh, female in wrestling. Just absolutely stunning. Um, Too bad you don't remember her when she was Dasha Fuentes in the in WWE. WWE. Appreciated her back then. I, I wish I well, I wish I watched NXT then, so I could I could see her and appreciate her then. Um, this is also true. But this is this well, is true. It's uh, better late than never. Uh, we kick things off with Warlow against Adam Page. Good God, man! Um, I knowing knowing again who won all these matches. Warlow being on a nine match winning streak, and uh, they had the, they're having this tournament to the, the semifinals of this tournament to see the number one contender, and obviously it was just all roads leading to Page versus. Kenny Omega. Everybody knew it. Yes. My mom knows it. She doesn't even watch wrestling. Um, she's never seen a match in her life, and she would have known that. Uh, but with no that, way. I'm telling you, she she's very astute. But with that being said, um, just a, a, a match that 
uh, I love from the start. Uh, and just seeing, I, you think of Paige as he's not a big guy, but as one of the bigger guys. And yet, Warlow just towers over him. And guaranteed at some point, Warlow is going to get uh, the title. Uh, it, probably the title. Um, because if, he's gonna, if he breaks away from MJF, which it will definitely happen uh, at some point. Not not anytime soon, but it would definitely happen with with the way that storyline is being built up. Um, you can see it coming down down the pike here. The year two plan, though, uh, from sources was that uh, Omega was going to be the guy being pushed, and so this is going to lead to that. I'm going to assume at full gear that uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page when they fight, that Kenny Omega will win, and that at some point we will have. Uh, Moxley versus Omega, and that's when the belt will be dropped. I said it here first. I'll I'll agree with that absolutely. I'll also do you one better. I say that whenever Kenny loses it, it might be to Hangman. Okay. Have him go through all the other people. Mm-hmm. Have Hangman hit completely rock bottom, and then you know some something along those lines. But that's uh, going to make for a great. I just want to commend. AEW and their storytelling because yes this is how you should have told this story as opposed to one day randomly they just don't like each other and then boom now there's a match on the pay-per-view and oh yeah that winner is going to go to face the world heavyweight champion right yeah because that's some dumb WWE shit and I'm glad that they're not doing that <laughs> you're absolutely right absolutely right um yeah, this is definitely a way to do it. Just instead of giving, putting the two of them together, uh, just because they don't like each other, uh, make it air quotes random <laughs> that they face each other in some sort of tournament. Um, yeah, and that's that's the way they're doing it. So I, I am excited beyond hell for this pay per view next week. Uh, so now to have paid, but we'll get to the the Omega stuff. So after two buckshot lariats, Adam Page takes it and wins. He's now in the finals. Uh, for the number one contender spot, uh, Eddie Kingston uh, is coming out. Basically, also explains the the bunny situation, which that's the only they 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 have rare missteps with storytelling, and the whole bunny situation was one of them. Um, it also seems that anything that they do with uh, Brandy Rhodes is one of them. So the <laughs> the night the nightmare what, what they call themselves the nightmare sisters the nightmare the nightmare collective the nightmare collective okay great. So the Nightmare Collective uh, basically had this push um, in the in that women's tournament just to lose in the finals, um, and the explanation as to why the Bunny was with QT uh, Marshall was basically because he she wanted to uh, uh, drain him dry of cash. That's the explanation. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I'll buy it. I'll I'll, I'll play along. Um, even though the Bunny and and the Blade are actually a couple in real life. Um, but yeah, so that now they're back. married, if I'm not mistaken. I think they, yes, I think you're right. <laughs> I think they're actually married. I think I am. Yeah, so there's that, which made absolutely no sense. Um, Kingston taking on uh, Matt Seidel. Uh, I I know he's I've I know that he's wrestled since his debut, since the Bosch in his debut. But um, uh, I, I I'm always rooting for my boy Eddie from from Yonkers, New York, from Wyo. Uh, and he he's just I, I'll be I'm I'm rooting for your boy too. He's I, he he's he's definitely put in his work. It's it's funny how like again nobody from guaranteed no nobody in 2020 knew who he was 
Uh, I didn't even think that he was going to get this this kind of shot, and basically AEW took a took a shot on him as they did during that summer portion of of uh, AEW Dynamite, where they were just putting guys from. They're still doing it now with like NWA wrestlers, um, but they put. It was re- during the height of the TNT Challenge, the, the TNT, TNT right, Championship, the Championship Challenge, Challenge, right, right, and that, and then Kingston came out, and then that was his debut. Uh, in AEW, and then he got his his contract, uh, and much deserved because he is the best thing they have going on the mic um, in AEW, and and he, he it's it's not really a promo when he cuts it. It's basically he's just he's talking as if like it's it's real life, <laughs> and and he does not know that it's it's supposed to be uh, uh, a work, but uh, he's just it's just amazing when he gets on the mic. So this this match that he has with Moxley uh, next Saturday is going to be a good one. So, could you imagine the fun that uh, Eddie Kingston and Dusty Rhodes could have had cutting promos on each other? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I God, know. that would be great. I know. Um, uh, Excalibur had an interview with Young Bucks and FTR. Uh, Young Bucks explaining why they they basically have turned heel. Um, uh, see, the Killer Instinct is back to because of the arrival of FTR. So they basically. Blamed FTR's arrival for the way they, they the way they are. Uh, Inner Circle had a town hall meeting um, with uh, MJF to see if they should allow him into the Inner Circle. Uh, with a magical magical appearance, we, I, actually for the first time I well no, I've heard him speak before. Luchasaurus spoke. Um, they asked him basically questions. There was uh, um oh shoot who uh, said. Dentist, Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Doctor Britt Baker, actually. DMD. DMD. Um, and of course, Dasha Gonzalez was hosting. Thank you. Uh, and then we ended things off there with uh, Eric B. Tony Schiavone says, "Yeah, Eric. followed by Rakim." Yeah, but um, thank you. He's you, he, you're missing your te- your you have a you have a gift, my friend. You're you're, you're missing out on. Another career. Um, Eric B comes out. A career in references. A career. <laughs> <laughs> a career of references. I don't know. That's gonna work. It's gonna be kind of odd just having a guy in career. How does one? It, I do have a quick question to you. How does one get a career of references? How do you make a career full of references? It astonishes me that somebody could even do that. It's. <laughs> could it? Could they? I think it's called being a comedian. <laughs> now that I think about now it, now you think about it, and that you should probably look into that. Um, so he asked Bischoff asked him uh, what he can do for the inner circle. Uh, I like that they basically just use Eric uh, spottingly here, here and there. Um, so all this to, to basically set up a match for Full Gear, where it's Jericho versus MJF, uh, and if MJF wins, then he is in inner circle. I don't see how he doesn't win. Um, because I, I feel like that's the whole story. I feel like we we are in the midst of the beginning of a Nation of Domination storyline. I could see that. Where I could definitely see that. MJF coming in, being a part of the group, and then basically just kind of pushing Jericho out and it being his group. Pushing Jericho out or pushing Sammy out? Oh, I, see, I didn't even think about that. I was, I was thinking pushing Jericho out. Yeah, I'm saying pushing Sammy out because... It kind of seems like Jericho, Jericho and and MJF 
is the Farouk and Rock that we need, not Jericho and Sammy. And I feel like okay. people have to be catching on to that. You know what I mean? I, I hear what you're saying. But I, I feel like MJF is, is not not on the same level. I feel like Sammy's not on the same level as MJF. I feel like MJF is on the same level as exactly. Jericho. For him to be okay. for, him, right. for him to get pushed out. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, what what the hell do I know? Um so that's there's a just a long walk off a short pier way of getting a match between the two of them. Um and then <laughs> Cassidy versus Orange Cassidy versus Cody uh for the, the TNT title in a uh lumberjack match. And all I can remember from this match uh, with really nothing as far as Cassidy doing his his usual shtick as far as you know his, his lazy gimmick. Um, the only thing I, 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 I've never seen that spot before where they basically had all the Lumberjacks in one spot and Cody takes Cassidy on the top rope and does a suplex to the outside of the ring onto the Lumberjacks. I've never seen that before in my life. Me neither. It was wild. That was an insane spot. <laughs> I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, and you would like, that seems like pretty simple to kind of figure out. Like, you know, you need a bunch of guys to catch Cody. You need a bunch of guys to catch Cassie. But I, that's never, I've never seen that happen. It's very, very innovative. Yeah, I don't. Unless I'm, I, I missed. 2020, you could still come up with something new in wrestling. God. <laughs> unless you took it from, unless there was a spot that was in like New Japan that I missed. Like, you know, it, it, for me, it was brand new. So I, uh, I, I'm assuming there probably was. I'm sure. I'm sure they, they take everything from there. It definitely has. <laughs> um, so Cody actually wins uh, off of uh, some sh- uh, shenanigans and uh, some tomfoolery at the end there. Schmaz. Some schmaz. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which will set up now. Darby. Orange Cassidy versus John Silver at oh. Full Gear. No, yeah, it should be like a two. At the kickoff for Full Gear, talk about a fucking uh, demotion. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. What is it? A God, I forgot what I was gonna say. Whatever. Demotion. Uh, it wasn't demotion. Okay, fine. It was gonna be like it was gonna be something way more clever than that. How dare I you? Think about How it. dare you? Clip I'm in. the heel, bro. Okay, everybody knows it. <laughs> then we had a segment <laughs> in the back with uh, Kip, <laughs> Kip Sabian. Uh, Miro, by the way, um, Penelope Ford in her costume is Orange Cassidy, still looking insanely hot. Um, and they beat the crap out of best friends uh, to set up that that tag team match, apparently, I'm, I'm assuming, for full gear. Um, Miro, I don't see any difference <laughs> between his character in WWE and his character now, unless there's going to be some sort of like push in the next couple months. Um, he's just a little more aggressive. He's a little more aggressive, but... I just, I just don't get it. Uh, we have a new NWA Women's Champion, so uh, in Serena Deeb uh, taking on uh, Layla Hirsch. Uh, there was a lot of things online as far as um, uh, the title being dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, give me a name. Thunder Rosa. Thank you. <laughs> Thunder Rosa might be <laughs> signing with WWE. Um, but Did according you play to football as a kid. I'm sorry. Did you play football as a kid? I one season, yeah. Oh, did you get hit a lot? Because goddamn, that CTE might be settling in. Right dude, now, it's dude. not CTE. It's that I just smoke too much, way too much, and I gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta like, I gotta like separate it, man. It's every freaking night. It, it's what, <laughs> it's what I use to go to sleep. I can't. I, I, I gotta stop. It's an issue. Um, <laughs> so Thunder, Rosa, there was talk about Thunder Rosa being assigning with WWE. 
Uh, Billy Corgan, who is owner of NWA, basically uh, put that to rest and said that she's signed for another year under NWA. So I wouldn't be surprised if I'm pretty sure she also has an MMA fight coming up too. Does I'm she not now? coming up? But I'm, like she's contracted for a couple more MMA fights. Really? Okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if she's going to do the whole MMA thing. By the way, I was like this even before I smoked. Like when I was a kid, I just have the worst short-term memory. Just so you know. I love how you had I to know. you had to make that correction. I have there. to describe you. I have to describe it to you so you basically come and say it to me. That's how this this is like I, I ping pong it to you and then you, you hit it back. Um, and then yeah. if you don't, if you can't hit it back, like, then, then we're like just stuck the up volleyball, stupid. You know, the person who pulls up the volleyball and I just come and yank it down. Yeah, he set set it, set it up and then you spike it right. But if you can't spike it and you miss completely and you hit the net and then you you get your hand caught in the net and then you break it, then then we're stuck and we're screwed. Um, it's happened. It's happened. It's happened. Happened earlier on the show. Uh, Karushita uh, getting interviewed by Alex Marvez in just the weird I, again. Alex Marvez, I could just do without. Um, <laughs> they're going to set up uh, Nyla Rose against uh, Karushita for full gear. That is set up. Sean Spears. Um, against VSK in a squash match. It took one move, and he's done. Um, apparently, he's on a 10-match winning streak. Uh, at the end of that, he gets candy thrown at him by a bull outside. This guy dressed up in a, in a bull costume. Uh, Sean Spears comes and, and pulls him into the ring. And he's about to attack him. He turns his back on him, and it's none other in the costume than Scorpio Sky. And basically, Scorpio Sky does a C4 on him. Uh, and that's the end of that segment. And then we're on to the main events. Penta El Zero Miedo against Kenny Omega. Um, this this entrance keeps I getting knew longer. That he and long. came out with. Yeah, they are. First of all, they're getting way too long. And I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know they're long. I just I love Me how too. I love how like, obnoxious it is that he just like there's another like adjective and phrase added on to Kenny Omega's description <laughs> before he gets out to the. He's not even seen yet. <laughs> And he and Justin Roberts, Justin Roberts keeps going and going and going. Yes, hear me. I saw this theory online, and I've been looking up ways into which it could come to fruition. Okay, are you ready for this? Absolutely. Last week, Justin Roberts had said that Kenny Omega once wrestled a match in North Carolina, and then he introduced him. Okay, right. Remember that. Yes. Now this week. Justin Roberts says Kenny has an old high school buddy who resides in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay? Interesting. I don't know why they're bringing up North Carolina all of a sudden. Right, right. What if it's not Cody, it's not Hangman, mm-hmm. but it's Kenny who turns on everybody and he's the Rick of the Four Horsemen. Okay. So he joined Sean and FPR, and they create the new Four Horsemen. Now, where's Arn Anderson and all this? Arn doesn't have to be anywhere. They Tully. Yeah, but they already. It was just an added carry on top that Arn Anderson just so happens to be. With okay, Cody. gotcha. All right, but for this specific situation, could work. And why the fuck would he be mentioning anything about North Carolina two weeks in a row? Right, a little fishy. All right, well. It's a little fishy. Guess we'll find out. We will. A little bit. I just want it to come true. <laughs> I just want it to come true. Uh, any of them. Any of my theories. I don't care what it is. Just as long as one of them comes something true. Something come true. I can go to sleep happy at night. Please, so I know that I'm right. Um, I like in the beginning of the night, of the match, anytime they, they can like do do a move 
or announce a move where it's supposed to go full circle. He, by the way, he, Omega comes out in the uh, hiding under his shirt is the AAA Mega World Championship that he beats Ray Phoenix for. Um, yeah, I, I love that he he basically pushed on his face. Um, he tells Penta to to give him a chop with his shirt off. Penta takes the glove off. They don't do anything about it. They they kind of tussle around Omega. At one point, Omega is in the corner of the of the ring, flips over his back. He's like, ah, uh-huh. huh. Like he's looking to the audience, like, yeah, I got him. Turns around and gets the chop of the century. <laughs> yeah. And again, that that didn't happen for another maybe two, three minutes after he told him to do it. So it, I like when things like that happen when it can come full circle um, in the storytelling in a match. Um, and 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 just between the fifteen thousand different V triggers that he he got <laughs> that uh, Penza got to eat his both his face and the back of his head. Uh, I'm surprised that he doesn't really have a concussion. Um, so after everything is said and done, uh, had another uh, uh, the one, one wing angel and uh, scores a pin. So now Kenny Omega is now set up with Hangman Adam Page uh, for the finals. A folk here, November seventh. Hell yeah, yeah. Good times. Like I man. said I'm all for all for it. This this dynamite this dynamite it seemed like a like a pay per view like it was like like a mini pay per view kind of thing just with all the matches and they kind of had to they kind of had to they kind of didn't work but they'll 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 pull back next week it'll be fine um last and but, then everything will be right everything will be right back in the world here uh last but not least uh let's get into SmackDown here um uh they start off the night with Reigns and and Jay uh in the ring and jay just i equated this this session of trying to cry at like uh kofi kingston tried to do when they had the um when new day said their goodbyes and you see just kofi trying to cry it just they, they need to get someone in there to uh to work that out because they he's just, you just seem to try to like squeeze that out <laughs> You can do it. Or let them know when the angle cuts so he can put some fucking eye drops in. Yeah. Do something. Right, right, right. <laughs> Camera cut away and then just do the drops. Um, Survivor Series uh, uh, qualifying matches. Owens, Kevin Owens defeating Dolph Ziggler. Um, a triple threat qualifying match with Bianca Belair, Billy Kay, and Natalia. And Bianca Belair takes that one. Um, I was saying on the on the Zoom call that, Bian- that uh, Billy Kay needs to change up her uh persona have a di- whole totally different character she should be like a karen like i know we'd say like like uh uh bailey uh, bailey looks like a karen but her her character her persona is like above and beyond now as far as heel go- heels go yeah billy k needs a totally different angle and i think that she should do like she just complains about everything and uh uh yeah she's like a cell phone and just pointing people out an Australian Karen. An Australian Karen. Like she can just like obviously that's that hair is not real. Just cut it off, get a bob, call herself Karen. Uh Karen K. Um, I wouldn't be mad. Karen K. <laughs> Karen, wow, look at that. Karen K. Um Karen Cornelius K. Cornel- otherwise known as <laughs> K K never mind. Uh let's move on. I've never spelled Cornelius <laughs> with a K. That's that's a new one. Um <laughs> and she would do that too. There's someone on my lawn. Barbecuing, uh, triple K, triple K. <laughs> that, that's not going to work at all. You can't have a seat. You, you can't have uh, uh, reckoning. Have a seizure, but you can call a <laughs> call someone a triple K. All right, got it. Um, yeah, they don't call him H H. Why they call him K K K? 
That was the original name. Um, uh, the Aaliyah, I forgot to mention this before, the Aaliyah and Murphy angle backstage got a lot of uh, 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 positive response. Love. Yep. Yep. Um, I wonder how her actual boyfriend feels about that. Uh, who is her actual boyfriend? I no idea. Just I know that you're she has an actual she, boyfriend. You're assuming that she has an actual boyfriend, or you know that she has an actual boyfriend. No, I read that she has an actual boy. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I wonder if Murphy has an actual girlfriend or boyfriend. Well, he went from Alexa. He went from Alexa to to Aaliyah. So you know, like uh, going from PlayStation Xbox. Like. <laughs> It is an analogy for you. Um, but, but I'm saying now. Uh, Alexa already has somebody now. So I'm saying Murphy. Yeah. Does Murphy have anybody now? That, I don't think so. I'm asking. Well, there you go. Maybe Aaliyah will uh, will break off with the boyfriend that she has now and make this an actual real thing. Um, yeah. So they they have this. They come out together. Rollins comes out and basically says, he says, I can marry you. <laughs> like they've, been, they've been together two weeks. Relax. Um and then the Mysterios come out. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, the Mysterios come out uh, to confront everybody. Uh, Murphy goes after Rollins. Then Murphy goes after Dominic. And then goes after Ray. And there's just fighting and commotion everywhere to the point where uh, Murphy is in the position for a 619. Mysterio Ray is running at him. And Aaliyah, out of nowhere, just jumps in front. Uh, like It was just like the, the best timing ever. Um, to stop him, and he just stops on the dime. It's amazing how how fast he stopped. Um, they get out so of the we're ring. A Romeo and Juliet storyline. This is this. it. This is it. Uh, Aaliyah shuns them away and kisses Murphy in, in the middle of the ring, and that sets up that love story there. Uh, Street Profits defeats Cesaro and, and uh, Nakamura. Bailey challenges uh, Sasha Banks to a uh, women's title rematch, um, which looks like it's going to happen next week on SmackDown. So that'll be a good one. And please, hopefully... please, please let her win this defense. I hope she well, wins. Yeah. I really hope Sasha wins. I don't think Sasha's ever had a successful title defense. <laughs> I, I would love to see Banks and Asuka at, uh, at Survivor Series. But uh, even though we just had that match a couple, couple months ago. But uh, yeah, yeah, the problem I, is we just had Bailey Asuka, didn't we? Didn't we we had, also just have that? We had that too. But we had when... when yeah, when oh, yeah. when the two of them were still tag champions and they were going back and forth and they were fighting Oscar all the time, um, we had yeah, that match. Exactly. Uh, when they were still at the Performance Center, and last but not least, another qualifying match: uh, Jay Uso against Daniel Bryan, uh, main event. And what? Ooh, what a doozy! Um, Hell yeah! U- U- Uso defeats Bryan, um, but not without turning heel and Jay Uso basically uh, repeated the <laughs> over and over I understand now I understand now screaming at, at Reigns I understand now while Reigns was in the ring I understand now and he just basically beats the shit out of Daniel Bryan um, post match and just uh, he did a uh, he had at one point had him uh, outside of the ring uh, just beating beating the crap out of him um yeah, it's it's uh, it is now official that Reigns has his lackey in uh, in Jey Uso, and the heel turn is complete. So that is the and week, man. And soon enough, Jimmy will be right behind him. And at so yeah, and at some point, Jimmy will be right behind him when Jay uh, basically I hope basically talks him into it. 
Uh, is, or, or is that the storyline? Is that the next storyline? Is that Jimmy and Jay uh, go at it because Jimmy doesn't see Ooh. doesn't see uh, why he would turn? Hello, you like that? So that's a thought. It's a thought. It's a good one. Uh, it's uh, it's also being reported this this might be a uh, little kayfabe situation here. Uh, Daniel Bryan has internal injuries due to uh, Jay Uso. Um. They never say how. Anytime they say that someone has internal internal injuries, I never believe it. They they never say they also never say hospital. They say facility. WWE Medical recommended Brian be transported to a local medical facility <laughs> where where multiple imaging tests were performed and revealed a bruised kidney and multiple strains and contusions throughout his uh, lumbar spine and thoracic thoracic and lumbar spine. Wowzer. Yeah. I mean that's I that's, a, that's a little more detailed. That's a little more detailed than. Uh, just you know, being evaluated. I'm 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 believing it a little more now. He was compl- he was complaining honest. about he was complaining about back and lower abdominal pain. So that might not be <laughs> that might that might be uh that might not be a work. Uh but we should Maybe we, not. we will see. See if it had just left off at uh he has internal injuries, I'd have been like bullshit. Mm. No way, it ain't happening, blah 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 blah. Now that they actually went into detail, it's believable. It's believable. <laughs> it is somewhat believable. Uh, dude, that, that was it, man. We, we had a week off, came back with with the force, and this is this is what you get. You get the force, and you get it hard and fast and quick. Speaking of the force, shout out the Mandalorian coming back. Oh my god, I can't wait. This is the way. Can't wait to watch it. Um. I'm all about it, man. I'm just <laughs> all about Mandalorian. I'm all about uh, 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 really quick. Uh, your your best or your favorite thing during COVID, during this whole time, uh, your favorite thing to have watched, whether it be movie, uh, series, anything that you've binged. Your favorite thing that you you've watched. So, people on the show know I have not fucking stopped. I've worked the whole. I'm, okay. Like I haven't I haven't had the luxury of just sitting on my ass at home. Oh, excuse me. Okay. That being said, <laughs> I watched a podcast last. The whole I watched this podcast called The Legion of Skanks. <clears throat> okay. Just to give a little backstory, it's three comedians. They just it, they label themselves the most offensive podcast on planet Earth. Okay. So. They decided to hold a presidential election to see who was going to be the president of the Legion of Skanks. Mm-hmm. Between the three of them, one of their good friends, Ari Shafir, another comedian, he decided to throw his hat in the ringer, and he actually won. Okay. So that was going on during the summer, and that was some of the best podcasts I've watched in my life because mm-hmm. they were fucking hilarious. Then... This week, they had a trial because on one of the episodes during the election, Lewis, one of the uh, uh, one of the co-hosts, the three guys, okay. he decided to drug Ari with acid in retaliation for Ari drugging Machine Burt Kreischer with Molly. <laughs> okay. Separate time. Mm. Ari Ari drugged Burt first mm. a, a couple months beforehand. <laughs> Lewis decided to drug Ari. The other comedian that was sitting next to him, Shane Gillis, found out that Lewis was going to drug Ari, decided to tell Ari, 
because uh, Shane was his vice presidential candidate. Then they had, they switched it to Big J. Big J is the one of the other comedians on on the podcast. Okay. Switched it over to Big J. Big J drank it and dosed it. He got dosed eventually. Okay. It was a beer with a tab of acid in it. Oh my he drank God. the whole thing and then tripped for the next eight hours. Oh God. So. <laughs> so. Okay. They had a trial last week or the, it was on monday but it went out to the public on friday okay they had a trial to dis- to determine who was most responsible for the dosing of big j okerson mm. was it lewis or was it ari mm. they made up a whole wheel of punishments because that w- that would whoever lost had to spin the wheel of punishments kind of aligned with our whole nxt this week sure and uh at the end, it was determined. After, it was determined that Ari was the most responsible for drugging Big J Okerson. Okay. Right after the judge, practical Joker's own Sal Volcano, read the jury of twelve different comedians' uh, testimonies and like their uh, verdict, mm-hmm. he decided it was Ari. Right after Sal read the uh, verdict. Two explosions went off in the background. Ari and Lewis dropped to the ground. Another small explosion and then a bigger explosion also go off in the background. Then everybody gets up and looks down towards Ari's direction, who's on the floor, in a very concerning matter. And then it just goes black. Okay. And ends on a cliffhanger. And it was some of the most fucking great production I have seen in a while. Huh. I'll be honest. If what? you get a chance, go watch Legion of Skanks from August 24th. Legion of Skanks. Where is this on? This is YouTube? YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Legion of Skanks. All right. <laughs> if you want to just watch a trial, the trial in and of itself, you could you could just watch the trial and still be you could still know the whole backstory to all of it. Okay. Because they bring evidence in the form of former clips of that said podcast that he was drugged on. Gotcha. <laughs> By golly, is it fucking hilarious? By golly, I, I will. I no, not 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 just said by golly. I gotta I gotta watch it now. Um, and they also use New Jack's theme in the beginning. Oh, cool. All right, and I definitely gotta watch. A little. It. Yeah, I definitely gotta watch it. Uh, yeah. My favorite. Uh, not even getting into the whole thing. Uh, my favorite has been Tiger King, and uh, Shit <laughs> Creek. That was a thing. That was yeah. That happened this year. <laughs> Tiger King was still this year, um, and Shit's Creek. Uh, Got put onto that, and it's hysterical. And uh, right, well, my bad. I thought we were going into the whole thing. Oh no, no, do you think that's fine? <laughs> I, I, I appreciated the I appreciated the whole <laughs> description. Um, I mean, I can go into a whole description of Tiger King if you haven't watched it. Uh, no, he he he, the dude. He likes meth. He fucks other guys who like meth, but they're not gay. But they're not gay. The girl killed his uh his his her husband. Her, hus- her own her husband. new husband is a cuck simp. And, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I think that's it, right? Um, he no, and then he hires. I think I got it. No, you missed the whole big point of the whole damn thing was that he went to hire somebody to off. Oh, right, he went to hire the her competition. To off, uh, His competition, off yeah, 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 yeah. That was the whole point. Why now he's-, he's in jail, but he's still getting the recognition that he rightfully deserves. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and now we're here. Tiger King was at the very beginning of of lockdown and everything. And goddamn, yeah. It feels like a decade ago. 
<laughs> it really does. Uh, uh, to be in March in COVID. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for Sons of Slam. We have more deliciousness coming next week. Setting up for full gear, Raw, SmackDown, doing their usual shit. Um, Retribution, probably getting jobbed again. We shall see. Um, uh, in the immortal words of Joe Black, let's do this thing. I don't know if you've ever said that before. Enjoy your party, sir, uh, tonight. Let's do this? <laughs> that was my best Brock Lesnar impersonation. That was actually pretty good. Now that I hear it, I'm, I was thinking about it for a second. Now that I hear it, that was actually... It was actually pretty good. And in, again, in the Zoom, you, you you look like really you should you look like you can eat like a Italian sausage, uh, like a, Chica- a Chicago hoagie or something. I feel like that one mustache of the word, man. Like I, I feel like I look like one of the words that is mostly used in my vocabulary is gabagool. Gabagool. You look like you want to enjoy some gabagool now. That mustache is is on point. Good for you. It's fierce, right? It really is. It is. I feel a little Flandersy though, if I'm being honest. It is very Ned Flanders. <laughs> It is very Ned. It's not. It's not a porn stash, but it's very Ned Flanders stash. It is very. No, I can't pull off a stash. No, it's, it's it's coming off tomorrow. Oh, okay. All right. I like that you grew it just for this. Well, I was growing out the beard, and I'm like, fuck. Oh, yeah. Halloween's coming. Halloween's up. coming up. I'm just gonna <laughs> chop the whole thing off. I got you. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Please, again, for all the new listeners that have just magically showed up and just because of word of mouth we thank you guys so much and please tell tell more <laughs> tell more friends we we enjoy being able to put this out for you um hit us up on twitter please uh, sons of slam show uh on twitter tell your friends we are on soundcloud spotify uh apple podcast all that good stuff more wrestling more other bullshit to talk about next week my name is chris mindell along with the reaper mr joe black as you twirl your mustache in a fiendish, I'm going to tie you to the train tracks way. Look at it. That sexy. was my best mustache mountain. Sexy right. bastard. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And twirl. Look at you with the three fingers out. Very nice. Oof. Peace out, Oof. everybody. God. The Sons of Slam podcast. 